The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we are here, and we are ready for a great weekend. It's only Thursday, I know, but on and Thursday in Gainesville feels like, Thursday evening especially, around this time, feels like the beginning of a weekend. And it's going to be a great weekend for Florida sports. Of course, Jeff and I will not be here tomorrow. Jeff is going to Miami. Cool. Well, actually, you're not going to see Miami. You're going to see Park. Coral Gables. Yeah, but not no, I'll see Miami. I'll go. We'll have to drive go through, through there. Yeah. Um, and I will be – I'm going to be actually be at Martin Fennelly's uh, Celebration of Life um, Friday. So, um, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying I'm looking forward to that because uh, that's obviously going to be depressing. But it's also – a lot. it is – it's supposed to be a celebration of life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what those things are supposed to be. And I, I am – we have already uh, – Robbie and I have already, and Bianchi have already confirmed we're going to wear shorts. Nice. Because he wore shorts to every event he ever covered. I'm talking White House (laughs) ceremony. He wore shorts. He wouldn't. And they were always cargo shorts. And I thought about it, and I went, nah, because then they're only a one-event pair of shorts. I'm not going to wear cargo shorts elsewhere. So you have to buy some, you're saying? Well, I I, I needed shorts anyway. Okay. But I went in and got some just straight leg shorts. No pleats. Good. Because I know, I know how much you hate that. But you didn't have regular shorts? I have shorts, but I didn't have shorts that I liked. Oh. I didn't have, like, these are too short, okay? I okay. bought them online. They're too short. And um, But I that's get, the style nowadays. Well, I, but not, not if you're 69 years old. <laughs> Nobody's looking at you going... Mm, that that old man looks like I'd want a little bit of that. So seven inch, uh, yeah. long Lululemons no, are looking these good. These are like four inches. So um, I just I needed a new pair of shorts anyway. So I went and got them. They're really cool. I like them. Okay. They're long and they're white. So I'm gonna walk into that, and and, and the the uh, celebration of life is at Raymond James Stadium at the uh the uh like up there's like a bar area up there and we're gonna have it up there tony dungy speaking and okay. all these famous people are gonna speak and i'm just gonna hey you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna go there and be there for martin's memory because like i've told you a million times he's a writer i always wanted to be and he he is uh he's missed already i can tell you that and, it, and it's gonna be a sad day and it's but it's gonna be a joyous day yeah that's uh so I'm looking for, but in that way, good. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. And Robbie and I are going down together, so it's like the old men back on the road. Yeah. Hey, what, why don't we just go to SEC Media Days yeah, from here? Uber. <laughs> You'll be all right. Um. Yeah. So as you do that, I'll be uh, cursing with people in Spanish and 
fighting them off and having a good time. No, I blow. <laughs> you, uh, I, I don't, I don't envy you. I've been there what five, six times, right? Probably, maybe more than that. I think the the hard part is their their stands, like where people actually sit, aren't they? Aren't or like stands. Citizens Field? Yeah, they are. It's like yeah. the big concrete block that you sit yeah. on. It's awful. So they don't even, they they have the lower section where they have the chair back seats, but everything else is still that hard concrete, and it's never been changed now, for you, a program like you, Miami. Are you guys still up in the stands? Yeah, there's no no press box for us. And do you have anything over your head? No, unless that's changed. Oh my god! But I know Saturday up here is supposed to be pretty bad rain wise, so I don't know what about Miami. Oh. But there's definitely been years in the past where. I have to basically take my jacket and cover the equipment to broadcast a game. There have been games in the and and going way back when I would say, "Hey, I wasn't going to listen to the Florida game, but I want to hear what Mick Hubert's saying about the rain <laughs> because I, I I could see you know the clouds coming over you know on the, on radar, and I want to hear what Mick's saying because he's not going to be he's not happy about a lot of things. He was, certainly was not happy about being outside in the rain, but it it's amazing that they ever get a regional, but. I don't care how good your team is. You have a crappy stadium. And I hate your stadium more than any stadium in America, <laughs> in any sport. It's the worst ever. Yeah, for, for what their program is well, and what they say that it is. Jeff, when they were even when they were elite, yeah. your press box seat, you couldn't. You had to pick out which seat you wanted. You could either not see third and right field, yeah. or the pitcher and the catcher and and the, and the shortstop. And, and you had to pick out which one you didn't want to see. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's ridiculous. That ain't right. And they're not very good this year. So hopefully Florida can go down there and do something. I think Florida Gulf Coast beat them yesterday. Yeah. Oh, they beat them again yesterday. So they're like what? An extra innings. Four and Four, four and three. No, I think they're five and three or something like that. Yeah, something like, yeah. I know they, I know they lost a game to, uh, or they played New Jersey Institute of Technology, where you graduated from, and um, I think they only won two or three games. Where there. is that? It's a New Jersey. Where do you think it is? They're yeah, they're five and three. So I was right. Yeah, they they beat NJIT twice, and then the third game got canceled. Oh, okay. Lost well, to that's U- as good as a loss. Lost to UCF, four to three. Beat Long Island. Lost to Long Island, and then beat Long Island. Long Island. And then lost to Florida Gulf Coast. But here's the bottom line: these three games have nothing to do with those games. Nope. You got to go yeah, they'll play. Be totally different. And you've got to play well. And I mean, I, I'm hoping uh, they can start out. I, I, I assume Kate Fisher starting the opener. Yeah. Right. So uh, that'll be a big factor. So. We got that going on this weekend. And, and real quick, because I know people don't want to talk about Florida State or Miami baseball. No, they Real don't. quick. And I don't, and I don't really do want I. to either. But, of course, the Gators will take on Miami this weekend and, and have Florida State in a couple of weeks. will be the first midweek yeah. matchup. I want to I confirm this just to make sure that I don't screw completely it screw it up. But in I, fact, actually, I'm meeting with the uh, people for the golf tournament uh, the Monday after the – FSU game because they're they're coming they're FSU people so okay well I heard something I'm just I was trying to give you some stall some time, time. yeah yeah well that was good because the internet's not working <laughs> but anyway last year you remember 
Okay. Yes, I do remember that very well. It was 1776. We had just decided to declare our independence. No, um, but it's Yoel Tejada. Remember that name? I do remember. And he didn't throw very well. He ended up transferring to Florida State. Um, Internet's still not working. But I believe that he threw, he made the weekend rotation through last Sunday, and he threw to three batters, threw 12 balls, and got pulled. Wow. For FSU. For FSU. He was their Sunday starter through 12 pitches, all balls. He's not their Sunday starter. And then now now is not, uh, I would assume, starting again. But how does that happen? How do you not throw one strike? I think, look, it's hard for me to understand. It's hard for you to understand. I mean, you were a pitcher. I am just an observer. Of course, I had a a wicked knuckleball, but I, I... when I watch it, I go, let's throw it over the plate. And then, of course, they throw it over the plate and guy yanks it out. And you go, why'd you throw it over the plate? Um, guys are always nibbling. I feel like college baseball, the, guy, the, the players have gotten so much stronger physically that I think guys tend to want to nibble more. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not going to get you anywhere. For example, I was doing my I do a Thursday weekly kind of weekly roundup on where Florida is and, and who they're playing for uh, Gators Wire. And one of the things I noticed was that Florida um has walked 38 batters. Yeah, eight more last night, I think. 38 batters and um that's not good. No. 38 batters and seven hit batters. So that's yeah. 45 guys you're putting on Yeah, base. and I and I tried to be nice last night. You know, Sully's weird, and I've obviously been interviewing oh, for seven, 17 years when it comes to he's different things. He's in that things. Spurrier weird level, yeah. And there's, there's certain times where, you know, I try to be sort of like ask a not really negative question, but try to get him to say something, and then he gets a little upset. So then there's other times then when, okay, next time we lose, maybe I'll spin it and I'll be like, all right, so, and this was the question last night. All right, Sully, yeah, I know you guys walked a bunch of guys and put a, you know, I think it was 10 free passes total with the hit by pitches, but when it was all said and done, they ended up stranding 14 runners on base. So the, the guys were able to get out of it. So maybe that gives them that, a that's little a bit good, of... good, positive question, was a, Jeff. Very and, good. And he goes, he was like mad at it. He's like... <laughs> Well, no, we suck. Like, you know, kind of like, no, we shouldn't have been in that situation to put all those guys on. But that's you know, the that thing. Kind of I mean, thing, so. I mean, in, in eight games, they put 45 guys on, so that's seven a game. You're putting on base. Getting, yeah, and you can't afford to do that. You can't do that. In the league, especially yeah. with this offense. Because, again, I don't think it's as dangerous as an offense by any means as it was a year ago. No, it's a different offense. Um, and um, but I think it can be as efficient as last year, but they, they it needs the pitching more. Now, last year you had the great pitching, so you kind of if you got behind a couple of runs, you said, "Hey, we're not we're okay." But somebody's going to hit a two run homer here and tie the game up. This year, I I think it's more of when they get behind, they're like panicking. Uh, that, yeah. Again, this is eight games in, so I'm not going to sure. overreact to it. So got uh, and finally the internet worked, but yes, that's exactly what happened. There was seven different guys that pitched that day for Florida State. And Tejada Jr., no innings, no hits, two runs, both earned, three walks on 12 pitches. 
Well, you, his guy, his be, guys behind him should have picked him up. They did. They did. They ended up winning twenty to seven. <laughs> so they scored a lot. Well, it's bad when you win a game twenty to seven and you walk three straight guys. Yeah, That's not start a good sign. But all right, let's uh, get our Titan MRI hotline working three nine two eight two five five. Snag Antonio. He's been waiting and ready to chat. So let's get him. What's up, Antonio? Hey, what's up, guys? Y'all, uh, I just heard y'all conversation. Y'all pretty much. <laughs> Answer my question because the question I was going to ask was, is it a cause of concern with us having a young pitcher rotation with Kay Fish only starting two games last year? And I think our second day pitch is a true freshman, right? He I'm is. Yeah, I, I mean, he's I, been the least of their problems. Though. Yeah, he's actually been really good. And, and I think, yeah. I, I wouldn't say a concern, but it's that's where they're going to. Like the season's going to depend on those guys, and it goes back to the okay. bullpen, right? Yeah, Jeff? and I mean, you know, yeah. Slater and, and Neely should be fine at the end of games, and we saw Slater have to come in and, and put out a big fire the other day, and he was fine at Stetson. But you know, the the question is going to be when you need to get a couple of really big outs. Like I In think the he's, seventh inning. Yeah, yeah. he's tried right. Cade Fisher. I mean, not Cade Fisher, uh, Fisher Jamison, who threw he last pitched, night again, he, but he wasn't well. very good last night. It was okay, even though he didn't score. But what do you mean? And then so he Purnell, pitched shutout innings. You say he didn't pitch. Yeah, but he good? put two guys on every inning. But he and it's Bethune Cookman. He still pitched yeah. shutout innings. You got to give the guy some. It's credit. Bethune Cookman. Some credit. Goals. You give him zero credit. Yeah. I give him twenty percent credit. Okay, twenty percent. Okay. So, so we basically in search of a reliever, like because when K. Fisher our reliever last year, right? For he was, part. and yeah, he was lights out. And he was a good, yeah, he was a good reliever. So that, yeah, that's kind of like my concern. Especially saying, even though it was the last game, we pretty much uh, dom- well last weekend where we pretty much dominated. But I, I saw that that we left bases loaded, and I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of worrisome for when we play maybe you know um, more quality opponents." Unless you know we get better as the season goes along. I also was wondering um, how you know will our offense be a lead or will, which one we're going to lean on more? Is we going to lean on like our well, our own um, hitting or our pitching more to, to win games. To be honest with you, I think that that is all to be determined because they've only played eight games. You know, it's just yeah. gotten started. So I, I like I, I'm with Jeff. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near the the team they were last year offensively because they don't have a Wyatt Langford. But you still have Caglione. You still have you brought in Shelton. You know, Shell nuts off to a good start. Um, so, but Dale's not hitting. Donate no, can't do they've anything. Got to, they got to figure out what to do at third catcher. That, there's yeah. no doubt about that. But um, it, it, they don't have the pitching quite that they had last year. But we'll see. I, I'm not going to judge this team on eight games. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll still be good. Yeah, just at least right now, they're not as good as what yeah. last year's team was. And last year's yeah, team might not have been as good this at this point last last year. year. Yeah. Yeah, and they took off. So, yeah, I understand that. And one more, um, it's a football question. It's about the – so I know Stapleton left on an offensive line coach, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that we're going to get an OC or is Billy going to be the play caller or that's to be determined or a special teams coach going to be on field now that there's an open on-field position or is that still to be determined? Or- yeah, they, no, they've already um, designated – I think it was Callahan as the offensive coordinator, yeah. but he is. Oh, okay. um, but Billy's yeah. still going to call plays. Yeah. He's still so he, I mean, that's that's what he wants to do. I think he's obviously delegated a lot of other responsibilities to to different people. 
He's uh, trying to get stuff off, yeah, his, off plate of his plate so he can he can do a better job. And, as, you know, okay. Antonio, I, I think a lot of people would agree that the offense and the play calling wasn't really the problem last year. It, it was, wasn't. It was defense. Yeah, it was It was the <laughs> defense. So if he can do what uh, – Maybe Billy should call it defense. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it from a de- defensive perspective. Yeah. Um, with the – with the uh, contract, one last question. With the contract, with the uh, ESPN taking over the SEC fully and not CBS no more, um, do you think that there will be more night games for the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville? Do you think no. there's a possibility that they might have night games? No? I do not. All? And But here's what I think. Here's, here's my total big-term uh, comment on this. I, look, when they went to a night game and – People got killed. I'm not saying they they had injuries. They got people died during like three years in a row. Yeah, and so oh, wow. they're they're never going back to a night game. It's three thirty is going to be the latest it is. So oh, so that's why it's been three yeah. But but I will say this: I think we know we don't know what the new uh, with ESPN taking over the TV. I think they're going to try to keep it at three thirty. I know the schools have a lot of power on this with the city. Uh, but okay. eventually, it is going to be uh, somewhere else. It's not going to be in Jacksonville. That's my. That's what I've been saying all along because um, once they go so other places and realize how much money they can make, like Orlando and Atlanta, they're going to they're gonna yeah. probably go to that. Yeah, I think them building that new stadium going to end that Florida, Georgia, and Jacksonville. I, I totally agree with you on that. All right, guys. All right, Antonio. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. We'll snag a break and allow everybody else to uh, get in there. Thomas is here today. Call him up. Say, hey, he's producing. We'll get after it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Sutton. Tonight, Florida women's basketball heads to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. The Gators most recently lost at Georgia on Sunday and will hope to regain some momentum tonight. Live coverage begins right here at 640. The Judy Garman Classic begins today with number 13 Florida softball slated to play Cal State Fullerton and Long Beach State today, number 18 UCLA and DePaul tomorrow, and Michigan on Saturday. Live coverage for tonight's Long Beach State game begins right here at 1015. Tomorrow, number 4 Gators baseball heads south to take on Miami in a three-game series. The Gators last beat Bethune-Cookman 9-2 on Wednesday, while Miami lost to Florida Gulf Coast 12-10 in extras. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ian Sutfin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. 
Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF the home of the Florida Gators. All right, because Jeff is so obsessed with Stupid baseball. We haven't even talked about Florida basketball game last night. Well, there was a game. It's <laughs> a game. I was actually. I, I didn't think that many people would be at baseball because of that, but there was a decent. It's like forty-eight hundred crowd at baseball. Yeah. Well, I knew that it would be less. It wasn't going to be the yeah the sellouts 80, and the big times. Eight thousand. Yeah. Sure. But um, you know, you can't ask people to go too much. But. Um, but certainly, it was a win that Florida had to get. It had to get it. 
And I, I told people today on, on my podcast, I go, look, I was never going to say Florida was in until they beat the Missouri. Sure. Okay. They had to win that game. If you lose that game, it's – and Florida won the game and dropped five spots on the net. Yeah. Because that's how bad Missouri is. But they're not a bad team. No, I think I would take that team into a lot of gyms and well, win take a lot their of starters. Games. Yes, but then they wear down over the last seven or eight minutes yeah. of the game, and then that's what usually happens. And we, we were watching it. Eric had pulled up uh, YouTube TV, so we're trying to watch it in between. And I, I, I didn't really ever get to see plays because you're so focused on broadcasting. But I, every time I look at the scores, like a ten point lead, then a one point lead. I know. I'm like, what the hell just it happened? Was, and all of a sudden it was eight again, and then one. It was typical of this team. It was and weird. It was frustrating to watch at times. And you would go, why Why are you doing that? And then you end up winning. So um, they're, um, I mean, to win already, to win 20 games and win 10 games in the league right now, I, I you got to give a lot of credit to Todd Gold and what he's been able to do and, and to the players. Tyree Samuel last night just said, all right, put the put." The, Put the game on my back, yeah. and I'll, I'll carry you. Zion Pullen said, all right, so Walter Clayton did a dumb thing, and he's out of the game. I'll I'll, I'll take us the rest of the way. I, I, I have a lot of admiration for these guys. And Clayton, I mean, look, first of all, you probably shouldn't have been in the game with three fouls to commit the fourth. And then the fifth one with the technical, I don't know what he said to Pat Adams. He might have said, hey, open your eyes once in a while. And that could be enough. Or he might have said, hey, bleep and bleep, 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 and bleep, bleep, and your mother too. He might. I don't know what he said, but either way, it, you just walk off the court. You, it, you, these guys are so good at not showing their disdain for foul calls, and I've given them credit. And then all of a sudden, out of that, out of nowhere – here comes a fifth te- uh Yeah, but something had to have triggered it then. Yeah, but I mean – And I think Adams even – said he was wrong afterwards to, to do that and tee him up so it shouldn't have happened. So well, sometimes I think referees just, get Yeah. They were little, not uh, and look I like I think Pat Adams a good good official. Okay. But there it was a lot of spotty officiating last yeah, night. It wasn't the best. But as you know what I say. Play around the officials. Yep. All right. We'll talk around the phone calls, but we've got Daryl ready to chat. Hey Daryl, what's up? How's it going guys? I think Coach Napier's doing a, a good job. I know he everybody used to give him, you know Crack a little jokes about it. The army he has. I think he's cutting it down and bringing people that's going to really help him. Is he? He can focus on, you know, the whole program and not just having, a, you know, so much to worry about, so much on his plate. So I kind of like what he's doing. I really like what he's doing. And then, uh, and did I hear right that the SEC Media Days is going to be in Dallas this year? Was it there last yes. year? Yes. No, it was not. Uh, it was in uh, Atlanta, I think, last year, right? Yeah. Oh, because I was Dallas. Dallas. So this is a token for. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas coming oh, in. Oh, it was part of the agreement, believe me. That, that was uh, thrown out there as a little <laughs> carrot, yeah. Oh, okay, so we got to get that little welcome in, okay. But to so, me, but all right, that's what. <laughs> look, I'm not going to SEC media days, obviously. I don't work for the paper anymore. But I would be going – I've been to Dallas many times. I like Dallas a lot. In fact, I love Austin. It's one of my favorite cities. But SEC media days in Dallas feels like – what are we doing here? This is yeah. not what the SEC is. Yeah, Dallas used to have it in Birmingham for so many years, and then it moved. So, but, but uh, it's yeah, only moved to Nashville and Athens, or I'm sorry, Atlanta. 
right. That was fine. But uh, to move it to Dallas, I don't know. I, I know that was part of the... Yeah, uh, you, have, you have to, though. Welcome in those schools. Why do, you, in. why do you have to do it the first year? Why do you because say... Because that's, that's the best year to do it. Eventually, we'll come out to your little crappy big giant state. That, I'm sure they wowed them with whatever kind of incentives, too. Right. One thing to ask so we got it's Oklahoma and Texas got to compete in all sports in the SEC now. Yes. Is this yep. going to be a limited? Okay. Everything but lacrosse, oh, I think. I don't think. Well, lacrosse doesn't have a. They don't have an SEC. I know, but I don't know if if, if uh, Texas or Oklahoma have lacrosse. Okay. But it wouldn't matter because right. they're not in the SEC anyway. All right. Okay. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate that. Yeah. For yeah, those yeah. that didn't hear. It's in Dallas, which obviously you now know. Uh, Billy Napier will go second behind. Second on the third day. Alabama's new coach. Yeah, second on the third day. Yeah. Kalen DeBoer will go first, and then Jeff Lebby of Mississippi State, followed by Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. So what do you think the crowd will be like in the lobby? Because, I, I, I don't know, Jeff, have you ever been to an SEC media date? No. All right, so I've I, obviously been at the Winfrey a million times, but yeah, but I've been there probably I don't know fifteen years or whatever. And the crowd when Saban would come in was ridiculous. And then the crowd for Tuberville or Hugh Freeze or whoever. Well, when Hugh Freeze back then, but uh, I'm trying to think who the Auburn coach was after Tuberville. Anyway, those crowds would be good, but the, the crowd for Tuberville would be. And but the biggest crowd I ever saw, ever saw in that Winfrey lobby, was for Tebow, and they were they were all over the place and uh, they were losing their minds and and they they of course Florida shuttled him right up, put a bag over his head so nobody could see him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm kidding, of course. But go up the escalator. Yeah, go up the escalator, and but I, I don't know. I've told you the story before. There was a little girl down there that had a sign that said. Um, all I want for my birthday is to meet Tim Tebow. And uh, I went and talked to the girl, and well, I was going to do a story on it. And then I went upstairs, and I was talking to Tebow about it because we're we're wait. I, I just followed him around that whole time. All the different, you know, it is there. You go to eighteen different meeting rooms. You got to, and you say the same thing. And I said, hey, I just want to tell you the story about this girl down there. He goes, let's go, let's go right now. I go, well, and of course, Steve McLean's grabbing us. You know, we can't. I go. This this needs to happen because when I write about it, it's going to make him even look better. Yeah, but it's not why he was doing it. He was doing it because he cared. Yeah, of course. Went down, met the little girl. She cried her eyes out. Uh, actually, they brought the girl up, and and you know she was so happy. It was the best day of her life. And um, but they wouldn't let our photographer take pictures of it because they didn't want it to make it look like they were trying to get publicity. Hmm. So which I understood. But that they weren't. Tebow wasn't trying to do that. That's just the way he is. So anyway, that's my favorite SEC media day story. So you're saying all I have to do is show up on a movie set with a sign, all I want to do is meet Salma Hayek on my birthday and I'll if get the meter? If you're wearing your Speedo, okay. you got a chance at it. Although at one point she may go, no. Nah. I've seen more than that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be rough. All right, let's get a break. 392-8255. That is the Titan MRI hotline. Call us up here on the tailgate. 
anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. There's been lots of unbelievable sports moments around these parts, and if you didn't see it for yourself, you wouldn't have thought it was possible. Dougie, Tequesi, Chios' buzzer beater, Langford's bomb are just a tip of the iceberg. But I've got another one for you that you're especially going to want to see for yourself. It's so spectacular, they're calling it the Seeing is Believing event, and it happens right here at Oaks Jewelry to kick off the new year. From now through the end of February, all their diamond jewelry and engagement rings will be priced below wholesale saving you as much as 50% off industry prices. All engagement rings come with a unique grader report, and you can choose from halo settings, side stones, or a unique one-of-a-kind design the Oaks Jewelry staff will help create with you. They've been experts in Gainesville since 1990, so stop by to see their authentic natural diamonds and the exceptional values that come with it. And this Valentine's Day, you'll get a beautiful box of chocolates to sweeten the surprise. Also, a free bottle of champagne to pop after you pop the question. She's ready to say yes, and Oaks Jewelry has never been more ready to help make sure she does. So if you have something to say, remember to say it with diamonds. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. It's hard to believe things around here are as old as Pat, but his knowledge and greatness for his craft certainly have created smiles for centuries. There's a business in town that's been doing the same thing for their customers, and for 56 years, Charles Berg and his family have been keeping the people of North Central Florida as cool as the other side of the pillow. As we start to creep into warmer weather, it's time to ensure your AC unit is ready for the right conditions. From expert maintenance and repairs to energy-efficient installs, the system specialists will keep you comfy all year long. Check out charlesbergenterprises.com to hear from tons of satisfied customers and be the next one in line to say that you are a part of the Charlesburg family. License number CAC057671. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
This evening, we sit behind a cold front that passed through our area earlier today. Mostly cloudy skies, low temperatures dropping to the mid-50s by our Friday morning. Friday, a warm front lifts northward, and that means cloudy skies feeling more humid. High temperatures warmer near the 80-degree mark during the afternoon and evening. We'll have a good chance for passing showers and thunderstorms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! Should we ban storming the court? Wake students did that. They rushed the court after the home win against Duke. Kyle Filipowski, the big man, got his uh, ankle turned a little bit there. It's going to take a terrible accident, and then we're going to stop. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we back. Dools and Dozo here with you. Thomas producing our great, wonderful, exhilarating radio show called The Tailgate Today. 392-8255. You want to be a part of it? I'm bailing on Dools in about 20 minutes. I uh, should have bailed today, but my kid's pitching tonight, so I'm going to go uh, watch him over at Buholtz and then well, it's good to have drive you down to uh, for a good 45 minutes so, hour yeah, this week. He's good. <laughs> but see, I did it for you. So I could be here an extra day and then I appreciate not get to watch six hours worth of Netflix tomorrow. Because I can't really watch while I'm driving. Is that what you do on the on the on normal buses bus? or planes? Yeah. What else are you gonna do? Well, I mean I'm so I work sometimes. Yeah. So that's what I will I listen uh, to a lot of music. Do. I, I do need a new show to watch though, because I just finished a show. It you, uh, is the um, uh, I'll give you the secession one. good? People say that's oh, pretty God. good. Karen loved it. I'd never watched it. Oh, I didn't? watched one episode. It was really good, but it, I never got into it. And but she uh, will swear by it. Um, I would tell you that the thing I watched the other day, which only went seven se- seven episodes, was the Ted season. I think if you watch that, you will laugh your butt off. Okay. okay. What's that on? I don't know. Hulu, I think. Okay. Do you have Hulu? I don't know. Probably. I'm telling you, that that it's funny. It's like, so seven seasons probably is almost seven hours, six hours probably, versus a traditional sitcom today that's on TV right now, you might get two laughs out of it at the most. Yeah. This has 900 laughs. Okay. Now, is it great? No. Do I laugh? Yes. Okay. Well, laughing is always a good thing. I know. That's the way I... Something else that's I really... Tr- I try to live my life like Jim Valvano said. Yes. You got to cry, you got to laugh, and you got to smile, and you got to take a really good poop at some point. Yeah. I, I think he said that in his speech. Didn't Should he? do that every morning. 
Didn't he say that? I don't know. Maybe. Um, Kind of a cool thing that happened today, even though I don't like one of the guys. Paul Skeens, number one pick last year from LSU. Yeah. He pitched in a spring training game. He faced. So he was the number one pick last year, 2023. He faced the number one pick from 2022, Jackson Holiday. The guy behind the plate catching was Henry Davis. He was the number one pick in 2021. And then Adley Rutschman was on deck, and he was the number one pick in 2019. So in basically three people right there and a guy on deck, four guys that were all number one picks were all on the same field. That's kind of cool, huh? No, it's not cool. How's you know, that not cool? You know what would be cool is that they were playing in baseball, the major leagues. It's basically the major leagues. No, it's not. It's not the major leagues when you're playing in the minor leagues. It's spring training. Spring training is the minor leagues. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. They're all big Until league you, guys. Uh, how many times do you play in the major leagues? Any of those players? Adley Rutschman was a stud for the last two years. I know. Okay, but uh, the other guys? They just got picked, so they can't. What do you mean they can't? You can bring them up right away. Bob Horner, right away. Yeah. Jim Abbott never went to the minors. Uh, I did know that. Let's uh, get Byron's call. Hey, Byron, what's up? Uh, good afternoon, Jeff. Glad to hear you back. And so sorry about the baseball team. I think they had a loss this week at Stetson or something, which was disappointing. But I know things are going to get better. I'm sure. Listen, I wanted to talk a little basketball. So delighted uh, that the Gators pick up their 20th win last night. Uh, hoping that they continue that. Uh, do you have any any predictions about where they might end up if they get into the big dance? None whatsoever. Yeah, you because have no idea. Nobody has any idea. All you all you can do is guess their seed, but you have no idea where they're going. Now, if you're a high enough seed, you kind of have an idea. Like when Florida was the uh, one seed in um, 07, we knew they were going to New Orleans. That was the obvious place for them to go. Um, when they were the one seed in 14, they, you, you knew they were going to Orlando. So, I mean, it, but this team's going to be about a – right now would be a 7-8, somewhere in there, so it, they could end up anywhere. Is this going to be uh, another year, like I think in recent years, where we might need to win a couple of games in the SEC uh, tournament in order to uh, have a good seed, you think? Not any more to get in, but I mean, if to if you don't want an eight or nine seed, you probably can win a few more. Beat Alabama yeah. Yeah. next think, week. Do you think an eight nine is worse than a seven ten? I don't. I don't think there's really any difference. But the the difference is then the next game. You know, you're playing a two instead of a one, which I'd rather do. I'd rather play the two. So you need to be a seven seed. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or you could be a ten seed and still, and yeah, you're going to be not playing. Be the worse. seven's not going to be that good. No, but they're not going to fall to be a ten. No, but my point is, if you're a ten seed and you're playing a seven and you can beat them, then you're playing a two versus playing. If you're an eight right. nine, you but if play you're a talking one. about for Florida, you so need you're to saying be, you want to be a seven. You need to be a six or a seven if you're Florida. Yeah. So they they need to you know continue to win hopefully and. Hope that resume to, to try to get to be the six or the seven. You got time to let me ask a football question? Sure. sure. I, I noticed the SEC did announce uh, media days this week. Yep. Or media days, excuse me, in July in Dallas. 
And the first thing that occurred to me, well, is this some kind of a handout or kiss up to, you know, Texas A&M in Texas? I didn't know what you guys thought. Well, it's not a kiss up to Texas A&M, I can tell you that. I, I do know this. Um, when A&M joined the league, uh, the commissioner was making noises about they could have a um, uh, SEC media days in, in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it never happened, and uh, I, I think there was a lot of blowback to that. But you know, once Texas joined, now you've got two teams. Sorry, I'm getting the hiccup. Oh, that's not good when you're on the radio. <laughs> hold Pat. your breath and say five Hail Marys really fast. That's yeah. what my, no, uh, hold your breath for about five minutes, Pat. And then to go no, away. you got to say the whole thing. Hail Mary for the orders. That's how it works. Um, uh, uh, I put a jinx on him, Jeff. What's that? I put a jinx on Pat. Yeah, you did. No, I, I, yeah. it's weird. Um, but, yeah, no, so it's um, – we'll see what how that all works out, but um, there's no doubt that that's uh, part of the deal. Yeah. Well, it's a one-year deal, right? They go someplace else in well, uh, they, yeah, they haven't announced where else they're going. I don't think that. I, I would guess they'll go back to either Nashville or Atlanta or Birmingham okay. next year. Okay. They're they're doing it. Look, this was one of the things that I'm sure at the last minute they're negotiating with Texas and Oklahoma, and they went, "Hey, by the way, have you seen SEC Media Days? <laughs> it is like." It is like the greatest fantasy you've ever imagined for college oh, football. It's you know, unbelievable. Like the Awards How about if we had it out in Dallas? And they went, all right, mm. that, all right. now we're in. Now we're in completely. Yeah. Well, the Gators, are. I think I saw, are going on Wednesday. I think that's the 17th of July. Correct. And Alabama's on that same day, so I'm going to assume that Alabama will get all the attention with Kalen DeBoer. Good. No one's going to – the room will be empty when Billy Napier gets in the room, besides maybe Pat Dooley will be No, there I, won't, I will not be there unless somebody wants to pay for me to go there. I'm not going to be there. Okay. But I will say this, um, that would be an interesting day. And I always look at these things and go, what would I write? What would I – have done if I was yeah, here, but sure, the, you got to kind of preview things. Yeah, but the but the the thing is, I like that Kalen DeBoer is going right before Billy Napier because I want Florida to be under the radar this mm-hmm. year. I want everybody to go, oh, Florida, they and I if they're going to be good, the, the best way to do it is from behind. I I really believe that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know there's going to be some kind of a Pat Dooley clone in the room that's going to want to know if Billy's going five and seven. You know that. Well, there won't be anybody that looks quite as good as me, but I I, yeah. I, I wouldn't disagree with you on that. Okay. Take care, guys. Have All a right. good weekend. Byron, thank you. Appreciate that. We'll snag our last break of the hour. Come back and wrap up hour number one here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Sutton. Tonight, Florida women's basketball head to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. The Gators most recently lost at Georgia on Sunday and will hope to regain some momentum tonight. Live coverage begins right here at 6.40. The Judy Garman Classic begins today with number 13 Florida softball slated to play Cal State Fullerton and Long Beach State today, number 18 UCLA and DePaul tomorrow, and Michigan on Saturday. Live coverage for tonight's Long Beach State game begins right here at 10.15. 
Tomorrow, number four Gators baseball heads south to take on Miami in a three-game series. Both the Gators and the Canes are red-hot at the plate, with UF averaging nine runs per game and Miami averaging nearly 12. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ian Sutphin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. International Diamond Center invites you to step into a world of elegance and luxury as we roll out the red carpet for the world's two largest bridal designers. Next weekend, March 8th through 10th, Takori and Viraggio will be here with their entire collections. Exceptional handcrafted rings made with intricate detail and craftsmanship. See the entire collection from Takori. Exquisite handcrafted rings from true artisans in California and here from New York see all the latest from Viraggio unique distinctive and personalized find the ring of your dreams and enjoy two years zero interest financing plus at this event when you buy any Tokori or Viraggio ring IDC will give you a $500 gift card buy the matching wedding band and get a $1,000 gift card don't miss this spectacular event featuring the most exclusive designers in bridal and let IDC's experts help you match up the most perfect diamond for the ring you'll fall in love with it's happening next weekend, March 8th through 10th, exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins. Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Hi. Good song there. I like that song. I picked it. It's Danger. I'm I'm trying to remember the name of the group. Danger somebody? It's uh, Flagpole Flagpole Sitter. That's what it is. Um, So tomorrow night at the light, is You're going to be a flagpole sitter tomorrow? Is a green out. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> they're giving away. I'm so afraid. They're giving away green koozies to the first 300 oh! fans. 300 <laughs> fans. Give me a freaking break. They're giving koozies away. It's and they can only out. afford 300 of them. Koozies cost like ten cents. Let me tell you what, Gator Gators are going to show up on that field and they're going to go. They're oh, be terrified! Three hundred koozies. How are we supposed to play? What color should I wear? I would wear blue. Uh, well, so you can go full Gator, right? Yeah. I would go like that old seventy um, shirt where it was like half a Gator. Half orange and blue on the other side. Okay. It just—it was a stupid, just, ugly shirt, but yeah. it just said how it just was in your face. Is I'm a Gator. Okay. That's what I would wear if I was you. I do have one of the old uh, Spurrier. But you wear this shirt. Polos. Because you wear this shirt and you go, oh, I'm sorry, we're a golf school. It's true, <laughs> national champ, golf school. Did you? Uh, I didn't even know this was a thing, but it's apparently it's a big deal. So. The Phillies have been doing a dollar dog night for centuries, like the last 25 years. In, no, uh, in Philly. Philly. Okay. So apparently they announced today that they are not going to be doing that anymore because a lot of people bought the dollar hot dogs on that night and just started throwing them at people. <laughs> so this, it became like a big, big this thing. This is becoming a problem in all sports, but it was. it's not like this is the first time it's ever happened. But if you saw the Texas Tech-Texas game last night and the fans littered the court with bottles of water and everything. Um, Hey, guys, just because you buy a ticket doesn't mean you have a right to do this. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, and you need to kind of just watch the game and go home. Um, But I don't know how to to solve these problems. I don't know. I do know how to solve the storm in the court problem, and I've told you about it, and I've told everybody about it, but it's not going to happen. But I don't know how to solve the problem of people throwing stuff on the court because you got to see the person who throws it to to eject them, and that you so you eject one person. There's ninety. I was at a Bucks down. game and they were throwing beads into the stands. Yeah, and it caught a Philly fan caught it, an Eagle fan caught it, threw it back down onto the field, and it came close to a security guard, and the guy like the security guard flipped out. I'm sitting there watching really? this whole thing. Who did that? And then, so of course, then a couple of Bucks fans start pointing, and they they tried to kick the dang Philly oh, guy out. You can't do that. I'm like, he got a pair of beads that was thrown by a cheerleader, and he was just throwing them back. Give me yeah, a break. I, I will say this: you throw something into the stands, and it, and it comes back. Yeah, that's your that's, problem. That's your problem. Yeah, but when you're starting to throw water bottles, and, yeah, you can't be doing that, especially and, at, at players and or, throwing uh, full cups of spit at Coach Spurrier in Athens. Like they did. Yeah. <laughs> and I always wanted to talk to Doc Lucky because I talked to him about him getting his arm up and stop, you know, making sure that the the uh, cup of spit didn't hit him. I, I just want to know how full it was. Like, it was it was it like, did you have to get a new uniform because of that? But he was, uh, he did uh, Secret Service him on that. Yeah. <laughs> Jumped up in front of him. And and made sure it didn't hit him. Of course, he'd only, he'd just. The amazing thing to me is there was. And this you've got to be a loser, but if you're in the stands and your team is losing fifty two seventeen, 
And you stayed there long enough to get a full cup of spit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're throwing it at Steve Spurrier. You need to really and and the Braves are playing two hours away in, in a couple. You know, in very soon. And I could go on, but loser. Yeah. L. I'm putting a big L up by your forehead. <laughs> but that's what I do. I'm such a negative person. Well, the second hour, I will be all negative. No, I'm not going to be. I'm going to be positive. I do want to talk about college football. College football playoffs and what's going on there. Nobody knows for sure, but I'll give you a little bit of detail on that. And we'll let Jeff go. He's going to go watch his son pitch, which is one of the greatest things I've never been to experience. Been so able we can to throw experience. strikes. Never. Well, throw I've never been strikes. able to do that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how he did. Um, tonight, who they who are they playing? Buell? Fleming Island. God, they play Fleming Island every game? It feels like it. They're in their district. Okay. So, big district game tonight. All right, so we'll, right, we'll be back uh, Monday with Jeff, but I'll be back in just a few minutes to continue the second hour on the tailgate, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the edge. Chad tried traditional treatments with no improvement. When he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. It was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was fantastic. That's because the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing long-lasting relief. Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100% feeling great. If you're tired of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. 
It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day. But we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Alright. It is Pat Dooley here going so low, but I've got Thomas here, so Thomas will take care of me. Uh, phone calls are welcome, 392-8255, but I've got a lot of things to say, so if you don't want to call, you don't want to call. I do want to kind of take the uh, we talked a lot of baseball and a lot of Gator basketball. And I will say this. Last night's game, um, you know, obviously Walter Clayton Jr. has had a tremendous year. That was a dumb thing he did. Whatever he did, whatever he said was probably dumb. And it, and it doesn't even matter if it was not egregious. It's still you telling a, a, a an official he did not make a right call, and some guys are more sensitive than us. I don't care. At that point, you've got to walk off the court with four fouls on you and say, okay, I, I'm going to get back in the game. you got to understand the rules, and I'm sure he does. So that was – I thought that was going to be a huge point in the game, and uh, we talked about this in the first hour, how Florida, um, you know, the, uh, Missouri cut it to one. You're sitting there going – OMG. Florida is going to lose to a team that hadn't won a conference game. But no, that didn't happen. The Gators took over Samuel and Pullen and Hang Lockton played well. That is what makes this team a tough team. This is why this team has 20 wins. It's why they've got 10 conference wins. They have different ways to beat you. Um, it doesn't mean they have all the ways to beat you, and it doesn't mean that they have enough ways to beat you. But they got enough to get to 20 wins. That's all that matters. I mean, that's all you can look at is how you got the wins and you got the wins. So um, really proud of these guys, really proud of everybody over there that that's done such a great job. Of course, I'm really good friends with Duke Werner and appreciate him. But, but Todd's, uh, uh, you know, what I've had a lot of dealings with him, but uh, they were mostly early. And I wasn't sure, you know, 
I wasn't sure. And I, I look, nobody's sure. Nobody's sure how good a coach it's going to be at Florida. I, I, If you know, please tell me. But all I know is he has won 20 games in his second year, and he's still got three games to go at least. Well, we know he's got at least three, at least four, at least five. Five games at least that Florida's got because you figure three games in a regular season, one in the tournament minimum, one in the postseason minimum, whether it's the NCAA or NIT. Look, I'm not one of these people that is going to say Florida's in the NCAA tournament. I think they're in. I think even if they lost their last four games, in other words, their last three and then their conference tournament game, they would still sneak in, but it would be not good. If you end up being like in uh, Dayton. And I don't think Florida's ever done that, played in Dayton. I've been to Dayton for a a, a, a game. Uh, back in the olden days, when we were all just young, um, in fact, I was I was like Thomas the Tank Engine young when I, I covered an FSU NCAA tournament game in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, Dayton, Ohio is what you would think Dayton, Ohio is, and let me tell you what Dayton, Ohio in 1977 was it was pretty much the same thing. Might have been 78, somewhere in there, some 79 maybe. Um, but you know the the story I always remember about that, and I always tell people the story is so we we cover the game. I, I again, the NCAA tournament wasn't that big a deal back then. I'm sorry. People want to romanticize it. It wasn't that big a deal. You went and covered games, and that it was like covering the baseball. And baseball, oh, actually, no, it was more like covering uh, uh, lacrosse. I, I, and I'm not trying to di- diminish lacrosse or diminish basketball. It was kind of like, but it, it was just like it wasn't that big a deal. It was it it was a big deal, but nowhere near the deal it is now. So the thing I always remember about that that uh, FSU, I can't remember who they played. I think they won the game. I think I covered two games there. So I was there for a while, and I was in the Dayton Days Inn. And when I got done with my story, I'm, I'm walking back with my bag over my shoulder. And every, every um, room in the hotel, the door was open. Every room. You know why? Everybody was watching Saturday Night Live. And it was like the second year maybe of of it. And everybody was watching it. Everybody wanted to share it. That's how big Saturday Night Live was back then. And, of course, it's still plugging away right now. So, But it was a really cool moment because you're walking by and you hear Belushi. And then you walk by and you hear... Ackroyd saying something, you're going, I got, I got to find somebody where I can go sit in the room and watch this with them. But, of course, nobody invited me. Um, all right, so we can talk about uh, in, uh, college basketball. And where do you want, what do you want to see with Florida? I'm going to, during the next break, I'm going to look up the sites. I never look up the sites until I think Florida's in. I think Florida's in. They're not guaranteed in, but I'm pretty sure they're in. I, they, they had to win that game last night to make sure they were in. I still, there is still a way for them not to get in, but I, I think they're fine. I think they're fine. That's what I'm saying. 
So I, but I never look up the sites. Now, in the old days, when I was a young journalist or even an old journalist, you know, you would look up the sites very early in the year and go, hey, where are we going to go? Like in the Billy years, you would look them up and go, hey, we can go to New Orleans this year. Hey, we can go to, uh, well, the first year was the best ever, going to Seattle, coming home and then drive, flying back to Phoenix. I mean, how good was that? Um, there was there were the awful years. Raleigh. Raleigh's a great town. I like Raleigh. But you go to Raleigh, Florida loses the first game of the tournament, and you're you're in your hotel room. It's still daylight out, and you're making uh, reservations to get back in time for the Gator Nationals. That will never leave me. That moment in time. Gator Nationals are great. I love covering them. I, I've covered them probably 15 times. Love covering them. Robbie covered them, I think, even more. But I love covering them. Uh, they were they were interested. I mean, it is one of those sports. I tell you what, the Gator Nationals are almost like women's athletics in that the, the, the athletes, if you want to call them athletes, the athletes want to talk to you, not the what we don't get from pro sports and college football. And I don't think it's the athletes that are at fault here. I think it's the uh, coaches that are at fault. I think the coaches need to let guys talk. Guys are never going to learn if they don't ever talk to anybody, you know. Um, anyway, I don't want. I'm getting off on tangents. All right. So what I would, I do want to talk about in the next segment. We'll take a break in a in a minute. And what I want to do talk about is the what's going on with the NCAA and um, the. I don't even know if it's the NCAA. It's basically the the five families, you know, the uh, the Corleones and the. Um, Cardanzos and they're they're all getting together and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with this playoff and it's kind of weird what they've decided they're going to do and some of it I don't particularly like um shocking I know but uh we'll take your phone calls as well here for the next oh what do we got about uh 40 minutes or so on the tailgate and this is your last chance to get in because uh no show tomorrow uh, like we said earlier, um, Jeff is going uh, to obviously to Miami. Um, he's he left now, but he's going to watch his son pitch. But he's going to Miami in the morning, and then I'm going to uh, Martin Fennelly's celebration of life. And I, I'm not saying I'm looking forward to it. It's you're going to a funeral basically, but I'm looking forward to being around a lot of cool people and looking forward me and Robbie on the road again. Like in the old days, we used to drive everywhere and have great conversations. I got I I'll definitely get my uh, my uh, Sirius hooked up to his car <laughs> because we that was a bet when I found Sirius or I just start, started to get Sirius and mainly it was for my driving because uh, I was driving to so many speeches. But I the, uh, that's why I got it. But Robbie was loved it. We would make that eight-hour drive to to um, to um, Hoover. I, I blanked out for a minute there, but about seven-hour drive. And Robbie, Robbie's got the driving gene, and he would just and he would just be listening to all these great Howard Stern stories and everything. So, we'll, we'll, I'll try to do that for him again tomorrow. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more on the tailgate. 
What do you think about a 14-team NCAA baseball, uh, football tournament? Um, is that too much? Is it not enough? If you want to call in, let me know. We'll be back with more on the tailgate. ESPN WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good evening. I'm Emily Parazzo. Hitting it off tonight, number 13 Gators softball will be playing in a doubleheader in the Judy Garmin Classic. They'll face Cal State Fullerton at 8 p.m. And live coverage of the 10.30 game against Long Beach State will start here at 10.15 p.m. Also bringing it tonight, Florida Women's Hoops plays Alabama on the road at 7. Live coverage of the game will start here at 6.40 p.m. Taking it down south, Gator Baseball will be playing the Miami Canes on Friday night at 7 p.m. Diving on in, men and women swimming and diving will be competing on Friday in Auburn at the Auburn Last Chance Meet. Heating up in the SEC, Gator Men's Tennis will be playing number 12 Texas A&M on Friday, making it the start of SEC play for the season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emily Parazzo. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all. It's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older. But Leo stays the same age. Well, we made it to a new year, and that makes some of you happy and some, well, not so much. But if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever, then why not ring in the year the right way? Oaks Jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner, and the prices, well, let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow. And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones, gold chains in all lengths and sizes, and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry. 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I tell you, one thing that always amazes me is how many phone calls I get during the podcast I do and how many texts I get during the radio show I do. But I've been answering them during the break. And, of course, people are thinking, why is Pat Dooley not answering me? Well, I answered you eventually, Karen. (laughs) Um, But um, it is going to be a uh, fun weekend this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of stuff going on, of course, Florida basketball. Um, we have this thing we're doing with Mark, for Martin Fennelly's passing away. Um, I, I'm looking forward to just being around a lot of people that love Martin and that loved, uh, love being sports writers. That's mainly what it's going to be. I know Tony Dungy's speaking. I think Tony Esposito's speaking. Uh, some other people, uh, famous people down in the Tampa area, or maybe Phil Espizzi. I don't know who's famous in Tampa because um, I don't live in Tampa. Here's where I live in Gainesville, and that's where Butch is called from, so we'll get his call. What's up, Butch? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Good. I have two things. One, the 14-game playoff. I think it's uh, – I mean, I can't get enough of football – but I'm, I've lost taste for it under NIL and everything else. So I, I think 14's a stretch. Definitely not go over 14 until you um, until you see how this is going to play out. And then number two, just a little a, a brief story. You told the one about Tim Tebow a while ago. This one's about Chris Leak. We were eating at a restaurant in Gainesville. doesn't matter which one it was. He came in and sat down, and I tell you the truth, he got mobbed. People wanting autographs, wanting selfies. He never want. He smiled. He couldn't eat his food. He couldn't even eat his food. And you know, I don't know that I could put up with that. And I'm a pretty easygoing guy to say, "Look, guys, please, can I just eat my food?" 
and and he did that. And I'm sure Tim Tebow and a lot of others would too. But I witnessed that one, so it made me really happy. So that's what I got yeah, to say. When, See you later. When you do that, Go ahead. when you do that, when you say, "Hey guys, I, I I'm just gonna I want to try to eat." Uh, I'll sign some stuff later. A lot of people then post it on Facebook, you know, or post it on Twitter. Chris Leak yep. just stiffed me to get an autograph. Uh, that that's a problem that you'd have to deal with when you're a celebrity. Not that I would know, but um, yeah, I mean, Chris is a good guy. I mean, he um, he was on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he he just I, I I had a great relationship with him going back to. When he was in, co- in high school, I went up to his house when he was a senior in high school and met his family and spent time with them. They're, they're great people, so I appreciate it. All right, well, I mean, I don't know whether he's listening or not, but I, I want him to know I appreciate it, and I'm not even a Florida fan, but it made me respect him. So I'll see you later. All right, thanks a lot, Butch. I appreciate your call. Let's get our next phone call, and that is uh, Cattleman's up. What's up? What's going on, Pat? Not much. Uh, old leaks, huh? Wonder what old uh, CJ's doing now? Uh, selling I shoes don't somewhere? Know. I don't bring it up. Yeah, I think he. I think he might be selling shoes at J.C. Uh, Penney. Maybe. Hey Pat, um, uh, boy, this SEC race, man. I, I tell you what, um, eight deep. I can't remember the last time the the league sent eight, maybe nine teams to the tournament. Yeah, I mean the qu- the, the the problem is is that A and M is totally pooped a bed here down the stretch and and uh and Ole Miss too. So I think they're only gonna get eight in. I, I don't think those two are gonna get in, either one of those two. I guess somebody's the, uh, gonna have to do something really special in the conference tournament to sneak in. Yeah, and, and it's rare but sometimes a, a crazy uh, winner of the SEC tournament you can it's rare but yeah. sometimes a team comes out of nowhere and wins the conference tournament. That usually shoots out a deserving team when that happens. Absolutely. But yeah. uh well, like I you remember so. the Georgia year when they finished last in the SEC and then somehow won the uh, the tornado tournament and um, at, at Georgia Tech and got in there and of course lost in the first round. Yeah. Hey, a couple of things for you, Pat. Do you think it's a? Uh, it is what it is, as the old saying goes. But um, college basketball is such a tournament sport. Um, you hear the thing about great coaches like Gene Cady, who uh, um, you know just is not thought of you know as a legend because he didn't have tournament success. And um, you know I, we both think the same way about Kentucky fans, but they spend all year talking about who the NCAA tournament. They don't talk about the SEC tournament. They don't talk about the regular season. And um, for good or for ill, what three weeks from today the the real season starts. I mean, I, I think that's just un, it's it's the way it is. Well, they don't and, call it and, February. And so you're saying you're saying that basically, and I don't disagree with you on this. That you're worried that if the SEC goes or the, if uh, college football goes to 14 or eventually goes to 24 or something, it could be kind of like college uh, basketball where all you have to worry about is a tournament. Well, no, I'm, uh, that wasn't where I was going at all. I'm a big playoff guy. But um, they don't call it February Madness when it comes to college basketball. No. They call it March Madness for a reason, don't they? They do. Well, it rhymes. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I got a good look at this. Uh, I mean, you look at the, in the league, I think there are like three or four teams in the league that haven't been to a Final Four. I know Texas has, if you want to count them, and I'm pretty sure Oklahoma's been to a Final Four. But um, Yeah, Alabama, they they actually played Kansas for the title one year. I yeah. remember that with uh, uh, Wayman Tisdale, I think was her. Yeah, guy. I think Alabama and Tennessee. I want to say um, they're one or two more, but it's 
pretty uh, four or five teams in the league have not been to a Final Four. But um, it's just um, I, I'll go back to you know you saw it firsthand too, uh, Pat, when uh, Bruce and was new to the league and Billy was rolling and uh, Bruce would win a lot of those big regular season slugfests. And then he would uh, have a bad night in the tournament, and Billy go cut the nets down. And uh, people, they might there might be a little something on Wikipedia about it, but people don't oh. remember the regular season conference. Well, champion. I know, but I'm telling you that that Tennessee team was the hardest team Florida played during those years. Um, yeah, that was rough. But, I mean, they they, oh, yeah, they, they got it done. Yeah, but not, but 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 uh, but it's like, it's kind of like. Um, uh, Billy gets the glory because he did it in the tournament. Nobody yes. really cares what happened in the in the regular season. Nobody cares what happened and in you, Nashville. And do you, well, let me ask you this: Do you care? No, I mean, <laughs> you know, no, I mean, I'm, I'm right in there with everybody else. I'm as jaded as everybody else. Um, you know, you just think about it. Uh, by the way, have you ever seen UConn's stats in the tournament? UConn, UConn won what? a national. Cha- I mean, UConn turns it on, man, when they hit the tournament. They've oh, won a national title with Kevin Ollie. I, I, hey, I, hey, they won that national championship by beating Florida, which had won 30 straight games. So that yeah. tells you how, how – you, you, that's a good point that UConn turns it on in the tournament. And I'm my fear, of course, being a, uh, somebody down from Gainesville, Florida, is that they win another one this year and then – they could say that they did what, you know, what Florida did in '06 and '07. Right now, that's the last time it's happened. Back-to-back championships. Speaking of selling shoes, where's Tom Crean and uh, Kevin Ollie right now? Tom Crean's on TV every uh, every uh, night, so I see him, and I don't I don't like him anymore. Um, <laughs> But I, I never really had a lot of rec- – I, I just didn't think he was that good a coach. Um, I think I think his claim to fame was he got Dwayne Wade. He and, got uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, and they, that one team made a run, and that I mean, he was terrible at um, Georgia. But uh, Kevin Ollie uh, has a lawsuit against UConn, and that's why he's not gotten back into coaching. So he's got this lawsuit against them, and I think he might win it, actually. But anyway, he that's why he's out of coaching. Yeah, I, I saw a crazy stat of a week or so back. They've been like seven and one in really important NCAA tournament games for like I guess elite eight games or something. Some crazy NCAA yeah. tournament stat. But uh, well, that's about all I got for you today. Uh, tell the leaks I said hi and ask them where JC Penney's is. I need a new pair of shoes. Okay, I will tell them that when I see them. JC Penney's. Anyway, all right. Uh, so we'll, we need to take a break coming up here, but I did want to. I want to throw this out there and, and see what everybody thinks about it. And you may not think anything about it because you're not thinking about it. But okay, so here's where we are with the with the NCAA, or not with the NCAA, but with the uh, college football committee. There is movement towards the 14 team playoff. We just barely. We haven't even gotten to the 12 team playoff yet. Like, weren't we going to 12? No, now we're going to 14. And the reason is everybody wants to be included. It's all about inclusion. And Notre Dame is saying, hey, look, we want a spot. If we go 8-4, and four, we still want to be able to get in. And then the SEC and the, and the Big Ten are saying, hey, we want more teams in than anybody because we're the best leagues. We have the most players. We have the most money. We want the most teams in. So what they're negotiating is – do they get th- – right now, the way they've got it uh, formatted, is that three SEC teams get in no matter what. Three Big Ten teams get in no matter what. Two Big 12 teams get in. Two ACC teams, which 
I have a problem with right there because I'm not sure there's a second ACC team that's ever worthy. And then um, then you go to the uh, one, I think, one group of five, and then you go to the, the wild cards. I don't like that. My My theory is one through 14. Who are the 14 best teams? Put them in the tournament. If 13 of them are from the SEC or 13 of them are from the Big Ten, they should be in the tournament. They should be in with a chance to win it. That's my thought. Let, let's get your thoughts. We'll take a break, come back with more here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo last hour, and then we're done for the week. So this is your last chance to yell at me and yell at, well, Thomas. <laughs> yell at Thomas, the tank engine. And we'll uh, we'll see where this goes in the last 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, of the tailgate here on WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's hard to believe things around here are as old as Pat, but his knowledge and greatness for his craft certainly have created smiles for centuries. There's a business in town that's been doing the same thing for their customers, and for 56 years, Charles Berg and his family have been keeping the people of North Central Florida as cool as the other side of the pillow. As we start to creep into warmer weather, it's time to ensure your AC unit is ready for the right conditions. From expert maintenance and repairs to energy-efficient installs, the system specialists will keep you comfy all year long. Check out charlesbergenterprises.com to hear from tons of satisfied customers and be the next one in line to say that you are a part of the Charlesburg family. License number CAC057671. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. We all want to have fun, and with the sun, there are so many ways to do it here in North Central Florida. The problem is that stuff is so expensive nowadays, and just to get enough stuff to get it going is going to cost you an arm and a leg, unless you head to Play It Again Sports. Golf clubs, baseball bats, exercise equipment, disc golf, pickleball paddles, water sports stuff, bikes, and lacrosse gear are just a fraction of the things in the store, and you can get them at a fraction of the price. There's no need to buy new, and they've got a heck of a crew ready to help you with whatever you need. So don't let outrageous costs stop you from enjoying the outside. Head on over to Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This evening, we sit behind a cold front that passed through our area earlier today. Mostly cloudy skies, low temperatures dropping to the mid-50s by our Friday morning. 
Friday, a warm front lifts northward, and that means cloudy skies feeling more humid. High temperatures warmer near the 80-degree mark during the afternoon and evening. We'll have a good chance for passing showers and thunderstorms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Evan, Canty, and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. Why do I need to see each individually sliced piece of bacon? That doesn't there make has any to sense. be a reason for it, right? But what's the reason? I, I if don't they know. sell it other ways, it doesn't make sense. Like, like, are you showing off every single slice of bacon? Bacon is packaged this way to extend its shelf life and maintain freshness. When I go to the store and get a pack of <laughs> bacon, I, I ain't like, man, I need to save this bacon for next month. Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on WRUF. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I just saw this, that uh, they put the banner up today for gymnastics winning the 2024 SEC championship. I um, I know they lost Alabama early in the year, but I think so. I think they tied. I, I may be wrong about that. They may have won it outright, but it doesn't matter. You still get a banner up. And they it's amazing all these banners that are up in the O-Dome that most people never see. Because you have, you would literally have to look up to see them, so you'd have to be looking for them. I think they sh- there's a better way to do that. I don't know what the answer is there, but um, so Florida's won it, and uh, let's go 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. That's a streak. That's a dynasty. I think uh, you went you went it. Five years in a row. That's a dynasty. And congratulations to Jenny Rowland. Let's go and get some calls in. Dan's up. What's going on, Dan? How you doing? Good. I'm just trying to figure out how a 14-team playoff works out. I can see a 12. You have four buys and you have eight teams playing to uh, play those four teams. But how does 14-team work? That's a good question that they have not answered. I would guess that it will be – well, that won't work either. Uh, the math – you're asking me math questions, Dan. <laughs> well, see, you see, I'm like Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy says he could do math until he started using letters. And that's how I feel. So, I don't disagree with him on that. I, I'm good at math, but it when, when uh, I'm put on the spot, I'm not that good. Um, okay, I thought someone would could it. Okay, like so fourteen teams. My guess is that you would have the four buys, and so you'd have what ten teams. That eh, won't work. That won't work either. I no. know. I've been trying. To, I I want an answer so I can sleep. Well, there it. could be like two play-in games or or something like that. You know, for a, a double buy. Yeah, it could be no. like that. I don't know. I, I mean, these guys are sitting out there, and, and of course, all the all the uh, everybody acts like they're sitting in this big meeting room. They're talking on Zoom. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're talking next Tuesday is when they're going to apparently make the uh, final decision. They need to make it 
But you're right. I have no idea how a fourteen playoff, fourteen team playoff, would work. Gotcha. But okay. Thank. Well, thanks. If you find out, let us know. I I, I know you. I know that helped you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Right, thanks, Dan. Yeah, I have no idea. I I, I maybe somebody knows better than I do, but uh, I'm just trying to keep my head down. By the way. Um, I, I God, I've lost sight of this now. Where, where did I have it up? I had it up where uh, they were talking about the uh, the uh, playoffs and um, what they were going to do with it, and, and I saw Heather Dinich really isn't sure exactly what they want to do with it either. Um, so that tells you a lot about it. Um, but the good thing is we're going to have – it's going to be fun, whatever it is. Porter, what's up? Hey, I, this is not difficult. Um, you know, with the, with a twelve team playoff, you got four teams have a bye, and then you have eight play, and you have four winners that go with the four that have a bye, and you got eight to start your your uh, elimination. You're done. If you have four teams, two, two team two teams have a bye. The other twelve play have, and you have six that come out. Six teams go with the two that have a bye. You got eight to start. This isn't difficult. Now, yeah, but for, it's hard for me to believe that they're they want that. The I conference champions are not I'm going to to be have buys. So well, I, I I understand those kind of things. I'm just saying, as far as the numbers, the numbers are very straightforward. What I don't understand is last week you said specifically, I'm good at math, but I'm not good at quote counting. I'm not good no, at I'm not, involving letters in, with, which was uh, equations, and then like off the head, uh, uh, thir- taking thirteen, uh, taking eleven from fourteen. Okay, I think is well, what you said. But I was like, okay, well, how exactly? What are you good at math? What's the good math part for you? Is it spelling the word math? I was just kind of curious about that. Um, but uh, it was funny when the guy brought up the uh, the Foxworthy quote about I'm good with math until they involve letters because abstract is is a a different different game for sure. Well, I'm good with uh, math unless unless yeah unless I am on the air and somebody's trying to ask me a question. Like I'm good. If I have to think about it, but I'm not good with it when I it just people throw things out at me. Okay, sorry, I'm not good at math. Alan, are you okay with me? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, the NFL currently has a 14 team playoff, so it's the same. The Porter just said with the top two get a buy, and then but then they have there. yeah, but don't they? Yeah, see, I'm I'm getting confused here. Don't so it's only the top two get a buy, and well, then top one in each half the league. Yeah, so. So it's top but two, in this it's case, really you, one, you do one. have to go with just the, t- the two best teams by your ranking, right? So, so they're basically the trying to—they're is... trying to make it like the NFL, which—and a lot of people will tell you. In fact, I saw this was one thing I was looking for. Barrett Salee tweeted this out today. He goes, "I don't know why the college is trying to get like the NFL when college." people who love college football say they prefer it to the NFL. And what I would say to that is the NFL makes all the money. The NFL is a king. The NFL gets all the ratings. Why not try to be like them? Well, it's, it's, it's more than just that. The, the NFL's window of games, there are like five or six windows that they have every week where it's sort of like a semi-national game at one, a semi-national game at four, right. and then two national games. They draw – more viewers in any two of those windows than 
all 130 or 165 or whatever college football games each weekend. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying so, though. What do you what do you think the because if you're going to go to 14 games, you're going to have to compete with the NFL. You're not going to just be able to say, "Well, we're going to avoid all the games weekends when they're playing and everything." And you may you may be able to avoid them for the most part, but you're going to play games on weird days like Thursdays and stuff. Do you right. think that it would it w- the ratings would go up because they play a 14 team playoff? No. I mean, the, the the thing that's crazy to me is that they're even discussing locking in conference champions at all. I mean, does no one remember the controversies that we had when the, we were sending like an eight and four team conference champion out of the ACC to the Orange Bowl? Yeah. And there was more deserving teams going to the Citrus Bowl because they had conference tie-ins. I mean, does, does everybody just forget that this was only like 15 or 20 years ago that there was four lost champs in the ACC. We had four lost Big East champs. We had three and four lost Pac-12 champs just recently. I mean, UCLA played in the Pac-12 championship game a couple of years ago, and they were six and six and had to get an exemption after their loss to be in a bowl game. So do we really, really want to lock in conference champions where all of a sudden it's six well, that, and six no, in the playoff I, every? Alan, I totally agree with you. I, I don't like this plan. I think the plan should be – Fourteen best teams play. That's it. Right. And but the but again, if the uh, this is where the SEC and the uh, Big Ten are flexing their muscles and going, look, we're getting a minimum of three in. We're hoping to get six in, but we're going to get a minimum of three in. That's the only way we're going to agree to the deal. So, you know, that's what's happening, and I don't I don't necessarily agree with it. I think you should just take the fourteen best teams and play it if that's what you want. If you want fourteen. Play, take the 14 best teams, but that's not what everybody wants to do. Nope. Everybody wants to have their cake and eat it, too. So. Yes, exactly. Thanks, Steve. All right, Alan, thanks for the call. Uh, I saw where uh, – and I, I hate to say this out loud, but this guy Braden Fisk from FSU who killed Florida, killed a lot of teams I was rooting against FSU against, has killed it at the combine, apparently. If you care about that stuff. If you care about an FSU guy killing it at the combine. But I'm not surprised. He just seems like a one of those freak athletes. Um, but, hey, at least he's not going to be playing for FSU. That's the way I try to look at it uh, this year. So, all right, we got to get one last break in here. We'll do that. We'll come back. We will continue to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Phone lines are open for you at 392-8255 here on the tailgate on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good evening, I'm Emily Parazzo. Gator Women's Hoops is hot tonight. They will be on the road to face the Alabama Crimson Tide at 7. Tune in here at 6.40 p.m. for live coverage of the face-off. Keeping the heat tonight, Florida softball is also away from home in the Judy Garman Classic. They'll be taking on Long Beach State at 10.30 p.m. Live coverage will start here at 10.15. Hitting off the start of SEC play, Gator men's tennis is playing tomorrow at home against the Texas A&M Aggies. Bringing it down south, Florida baseball will be playing Miami at 7 p.m. on Friday night. Making a splash, 
Men and women swimming and diving are facing Auburn in the Auburn Last Chance Invitational on Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emily Parazo. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. International Diamond Center invites you to step into a world of elegance and luxury as we roll out the red carpet for the world's two largest bridal designers. Next weekend, March 8th through 10th, Takori and Baraggio will be here with their entire collections. Exceptional handcrafted rings made with intricate detail and craftsmanship. See the entire collection from Takori. Exquisite handcrafted rings from true artisans in California. And here from New York, see all the latest from Baraggio. Unique, distinctive, and personalized. Find the ring of your dreams and enjoy two years zero interest financing. Plus, at this event, when you buy any Takori or Viraggio ring, IDC will give you a $500 gift card. Buy the matching wedding band and get a $1,000 gift card. Don't miss this spectacular event featuring the most exclusive designers in bridal. And let IDC's experts help you match up the most perfect diamond for the ring you'll fall in love with. It's happening next weekend, March 8th through 10th, exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right. It started with a whisper. All right. Let's. Uh, all right. Phone call. Phone lines are open for you. We only have about ten minutes left in the week, and then we're done until Monday. <laughs> um, Pat Dooley here, solo. Uh, Jeff has gone to watch his son pitch in baseball, and is certainly. Um, applaud that. Um, I did see this story, and um, I don't know if you any of you follow Nikki, and I'm going to pr- mispronounce her last name, Habala, Habala, something like that. Anyway, 
She's a Washington Post reporter. Really good, though, but I follow her because she's got good stuff. Uh, I should probably learn how to pronounce her name, but, you know, usually when you're reading it, you're not worried about it. So this is the NFL dug deep in their data or data uh, to try to understand why scoring dropped over the last two seasons, and it has dropped a little bit. It went from, um, well, it dropped, uh, you know, a couple points a game. And I guarantee you, I wouldn't have been that wrong on the answers, but let's see if you know what they are. Three things that changed it. Can you think of what those three things could possibly be that made scoring drop in the SN, not the SEC, in uh, the NFL over the last couple of years? Number one, Pace of play. And you know why? When we say pace of play, it's kind of a, um, I don't know, it's kind of a misnomer in a way. But what is happening is teams are having throwing shorter passes, having longer drives. So basically, they're getting one fewer drive a game. That's going to reduce scoring. And, and if you watch any of the playoff games, you saw it. I mean, Guys are throwing two-yard passes all the time. Uh, more backup quarterbacks. Shocking. I, I think there were like 19 quarterbacks playing for uh, some teams. I mean, they, they quarterbacks got hurt a lot. There was a lot of guys at, out. Um, 2,500 extra snaps per year played by backups this year. Or this year. was uh, So that, that was a huge factor. And... And, and I just spent a little time on Monday with Tommy Townsend and uh, Johnny. I was out there as well, out at Spurs thing. And uh, but number he'll love number three. Punters are better than ever, and the punters are averaging uh, more yards. They've got and nobody's trying to block punts anymore. They're just like get the ball and start over again. And uh, so that's accounted for about a half a point a game because the punters are so good. They're backing you up to the four. Uh, and, again, I think what what day was it when co- college and the NFL decided, hey, don't put your heels on the 10, put your heels on the one. And if the ball if the ball's coming to you and you can field it on the one, run it back. If you only get to the five, that's fine. In, in the old days, in my day, back when I was a kid, you put your heels on the 10 and if it went over your head, you let it go in the end zone. Well, people started freaking out because they were fielding, they were starting drives on the three. I still, me personally, and I'm not, look, I watch a lot of football. I think I know a lot of football. I'm not a coach, though, and I'm not as smart as coaches in terms of football. I'm smarter than some coaches in a lot of areas. Math, apparently not one of them. We've, dis- we've confirmed that today with my inability to figure out a 14-team playoff. But if I was a coach, I would say put dig your heels in at the 10 if it's going over your head, and we have it at the 3 instead of the 6, I can live with that. But I'd rather have it at the 20 rather than the four. That's the, still the way I think. But these guys are catching – I mean, we've seen guys catch – don't forget Florida won the NCAA or the national championship 
in part because a guy tried to field a punt on the goal line. And that goes back to the Arkansas game in 2006 when uh, Wandy Pierre-Louis was able to recover that ball that uh, the returner fumbled on the goal, basically on the goal line, like on, or on the one. God, his name was in my head too, and I can't now it's bounced out of it. Anyway, that that changed the whole game. Changed the whole game. Florida had run a fun, fake punt first and got field position, and then punted to, down to the one. It changed the whole game, and Florida ended up winning the national championship, not because of that game, but down the road. But that 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 was like something nobody ever did back then. I mean, you, nobody ever tried to catch a punt inside their own five-yard line. But now everybody does it. I think if I was a special teams coach, that would be the first thing I'd do. I'd come and go, if the ball's going over your head, let it go. Hopefully, it'll go in the end zone. If it doesn't, we'll just figure it out. Instead of you can lose the ball on a fumble or you can lose. But anyway, this is interesting from um, from uh, Nikki about how um, the 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 – Way better um, punters is having effect on scoring in the NFL. Here are the reasons that weren't. According, this is according to the NFL data analysts. Analysts. I might try to pronounce words correctly today. Data analysts. Analysis. <laughs> data analysis. I'll get it right eventually. Okay. These things weren't a factor. Teams weren't as good on offense. Nope. They were just as good. They were as good as they've ever been. Uh, bad pass protection. No, that's not it either. It's pretty much the same as it's always been. Change in officiating references or emphasis, which I know a lot of people believe is a reason why this is. No, pretty much the same. So it's that's interesting. I mean, and look, that's what you've got to do as a league and that's why the NFL is the king. As a league, you've got to look at all that stuff and say, hey, why is why is this happening? Why is this not happening? And do we want it to continue to happen? Or do we want it to go the other way? You know, I mean, that's what you have to look at. I did get an email from somebody. Um, I was talking about the Florida-Miami series this weekend and how it's on ESPN, or not ESPN+, Plus, but ACC+. Plus and the ACC Network, and then ACC Plus on the third game. Uh, I was told that if you have the ACC Network, you can get them, you'll can get you get them all. And I think if you have ESPN Plus, you get all the games. Now, a lot of you don't, and a lot of you will be listening on radio, and I, I, I understand it, And but I, I'm a big watch guy, you know me. So I'll have the two TVs going on all weekend, and it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun weekend, and hopefully it goes good for the Gators um, with the big baseball series and obviously a good uh, important I, – I don't know. How important is the Florida-South Carolina basketball game? That's my question. Very? Thomas Tank just says very. Well, they're probably not going to win the SEC, right? So you win that game and maybe you move up a seed line? The way I think about it is if we beat South Carolina, we're pretty much locked into a double buy for the SEC tourney. Ah, see, you got to the point. That's why I love you, Thomas. 
he got to the point, if they can win that game, I don't know that they're a lock, but they are certainly in better shape to get to that double bye. And I think for this team, more than maybe uh, any other team I've seen at Florida, it's important because Zion Pullen and Tyree Samuel and these guys are playing 38 minutes a game. And obviously Todd Golden has said, I got to go with my guys. And he would have gone with Walter Clayton for 38 minutes if he didn't make that stupid decision and get kicked out. I, mean, I don't want to say kicked out of the game. He got his fifth foul, technical. What do you think he said? And and you can't say it on the air. Do you think he said something nasty or just said like, open your eyes once in a while, something like that? I'd say something more, um, kind of more PG. I don't think from what I was seeing, he didn't really seem, you know, to go to. Yeah, I was looking, trying to read, lip read him, and I was like, I'm looking for F words and stuff like that. And I didn't, I saw, I think it might have been more like, hey, open your eyes once in a while, something like that, or hey, you, you miss that call. And if he teed him up for that, and apparently Pat Adams said afterwards, I probably shouldn't have done that, but. So you think, Pat, that maybe it was just they were both kind of in the emotions and then Walter said something to the official, maybe personal, like yeah. something like that? But he's got to be careful in that situation. you got to walk off the floor. The game's the, – the uh, situation's over. You can't do anything about it. And uh, walk off and don't take a chance on getting a fifth foul and just move on from there. And we'll move on from here. And, again, no show tomorrow. Again, I'll be at Martin Fennelly's, uh celebration of life jeff will be in miami coral gables actually to watch florida miami baseball you'll be able to hear it here on um wruf i is it uh, yeah the friday night game will be on on ruf and then i don't i'm not sure what's going on this way anyway i'm out of here that's all i know thanks to thomas doing a great job we'll see you monday